0: Self-serving, persuasive talkers. Of
1: everything and nothing. We, we are, are a conversation,
0: conversation Con, con artist. Artists. What's going on, people? It's your boy, Mr. On Point. And I am
1: Calamity
0: Red. And we are Conversation Con Artists, back for another wonderful, fantastic episode. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Mr. Underscore. I say Mr. M-I-S-T-E-R underscore On Point. And
1: I can be found at Red Underscore Calamity. right, uh, we're going to jump into some news first hey, before we,
0: what? Well, them underscores is helpful as fuck, man. Why you say that? Because when you can't get your name, you just oh, put yeah. an underscore in between <laughs> shit. Or you can put an underscore at the beginning, or you can put an underscore at the end. Or you can put one at the beginning or the end, because if you put one just on the beginning or on the end by itself, then it look weird. <laughs> you can also put your name and then an X on the end of each your one of them. You know, now there is the possibility that it make you look like you X-rated, but, you know, mostly it's just your name encompassed in two symbols that are similar so that people can see your name and they kind of wash out the symbols on the end, you know. So if they don't think you're a porn star, they're just going to know what your name is. I'm mad at how much thought you've given to <clears throat> It's It's sad how much thought I give to many things. <laughs> um, most of them are in my head. If y'all were in my head, y'all would be swimming around in a whole pond of what the fuck.
1: It's a scary most place, most of the too. time. Yeah, it's a
0: scary place, but it is very safe. <laughs> it is scary and terrifying, but very safe. <laughs> it's right, it's, it's it's scary, like the thought of what it would be like to just like fall into the deep ocean. <laughs> but you would never be in a position to fall into the deep ocean. So, just just experiencing the depth of what that means is the scary part. But you're safe because you're on the shore thinking it. That's my brain.
1: Okay, Rick. You sound very much like Rick right now.
0: I've been watching Rick and Morty too, man. You know, when I first was watching season four, I was like, eh. But it's actually a good season.
1: Season four is good. I've been watching. I've got like, I think maybe two or three left. Yeah, Um, I started
0: watching it and was like, "Uh, this don't feel like the rest of them. But I was like, what the fuck was wrong with me? This is Rick and yeah. Morty.
1: This shit is good. Yep, it is good. I like this <laughs> season.
0: Yeah, it's a good season. Yeah. But yeah, yeah
1: we're gonna start with news and we'll get to the letters and the Reddit
0: uh, at the end. Let's do our rotating. Go first.
1: Okay, so listen. I'm gonna start off with some mental health-esque shit. This little motherfucker Chad Wheeler, okay, from Seattle Seahawks. Uh...
0: Can we call I him do- Mr. White? Mr. White. <laughs> okay, I mean, Mr. White. Clearly his name is Chad, so it's not like <laughs> we really got to say that he was white, but I want to call him Mr. White. Everybody okay. who Every white person that do some bullshit, I want to call him Mr. White.
1: All right. Well, Mr. White. Uh, Mr. White committed a horrific act of domestic violence against his girlfriend and tried to blame it on bipolar disorder. And I was livid. <laughs> Because one, he completely, did you see the statement he released? Like he 100%, but I was, you know, I have bipolar disorder and I was in a manic episode. No responsibility for the fuck shit that you did. And it pisses me off because mental health and people that have these disorders already get stigmatized enough without your bitch ass trying to use this to get out of some trouble that your stupid ass got yourself into. Don't use bipolar disorder, but don't do that. That's not how that works, sir. Not how that works. And the details surrounding what happened with the girlfriend don't sound manic. When people are in a manic episode, they are very much not in control of themselves, okay? If you commit a crime while manic, you are not gonna have the wherewithal to try to cover that shit
0: up. (laughs) Like, I mean, did did you hear like the account of what happened? Like, she was, he was choking her ass and choking her ass, and then she passed out, and when she came to, he looked at her and was like, oh, you're still alive?
1: Exactly. Like,
0: this this man had bipolar their whole relationship. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm sure this ain't his first episode. Like, if you're going to have an episode, this ain't going to be your first one. No. Because
1: you
0: know, to get the
1: diagnosis, you have to have already had a manic episode before. They wouldn't even give it to you, so... <laughs>
0: Exactly. Like, you already had to t- you had to have the capacity to to choke a person that you're in a relationship with before, uh, <laughs> outside of your episode, to do it inside of your episode. <laughs> I mean, so even if you want to blame his bipolar for a compromised state, the capacity to do some shit preluded his episode at the time. And, you know, again, The way that the damage you do matters.
2: Yeah.
0: You know what I'm saying? So, let's say it was an episode. If you kill somebody, you're going to go to jail still. Yeah. You know? And if the worst that you did was knock a Subway sandwich out of somebody's hand, they'd be mad. (laughs) You know? But the way that the damage ain't the same as you choking your damn girlfriend into uh, passing out. And and thinking
1: that you had killed her and being okay with that and just sitting in there and then being surprised when she fucking came too. Like that's some creepy shit. (laughs)
0: Like I thought you was dead. Not, the police will be here in a second, babe. I'm afraid. I was (laughs) afraid for your life. I can't believe I'm (laughs) over God. Thank God, you know she black. Yeah, I know. This is white on black crime. Mr. White on black crime.
1: Oh, gee. I like, think... I just, and for the people, for the people that are, are like, well, the, the Seahawks shouldn't have, you know, let him go and they shouldn't have... And then, listen, okay. The NFL has a long history of having players doing horrific fuck shit and them just not addressing the shit at all. Okay? White players white players
0: because black um, players definitely get criticized and let go a lot of times
1: yeah um so the fact that they took this stance with him kudos to them like what the fuck because the thing about it is it had they not done it then it would have been a situation where it's like if it had if it had been um what's the era husband name don't he play for the seahawks Russell Wilson.
0: Russell Wilson. Yeah, it
1: had been Russell Wilson, y'all would have let him go. Like, don't yeah. do that. Like, he needed to be let go. That is not okay. That's not Rus- okay.
0: Russell Wilson is a bad example to use.
1: Well, yeah. He is
0: a pristine <laughs> model man. As I don't know nobody else on tell, the
1: Seahawks.
0: As far as we can tell, he is the best man alive.
1: Yeah, imagine what... Him where...
0: and Idris Elba.
1: I feel like... I That's can rock. see Idris Elba slapping somebody before I can see, like if Idris Elba slapped somebody, I don't know that I would be as shocked
0: because I just feel like he got that energy. <laughs> I
1: but feel Russell like Russell
0: Wilson, Wilson will slap the shit out somebody for his family and his love.
1: Yeah, but I'm saying if he just like slapped Sierra, I would be very surprised.
0: So you can see Idris Elba on some domestic violence shit. I, I'll just say I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> Damn, that's fucked up. Y'all love Idris Elba, but you I, think he'll slap a woman in the face? I feel like I can see him doing it. He just got, you know, I don't know. <laughs> uh-uh, he got a look.
1: He just got a look about him. Like, he looked like if you pushed him too far, he'd slap the shit out of you. That's
0: that bullshit where y'all will accept the man that y'all believe got that shit going on, <laughs> but just hope he don't slap you. <laughs> That's,
1: I didn't say that I'm saying mm-hmm.
0: all y'all love Idris Elba and you are a very sensible person so if you think that he might slap somebody other people think he might slap somebody and so y'all will accept this man and be like well I hope he won't slap me
2: he hasn't slapped he is anybody fine though.
1: there's no evidence that he slaps people I'm just saying <laughs>
0: You're saying that you're still willing to love a man that you believe will slap somebody, the even though men who won't slap somebody exist that you could find.
1: <laughs> but listen, you can't always tell because Idris Elba. I might be saying he got this energy about himself, and then I get with a Russell Wilson ass nigga who slapped the shit out of me. You never know. You never
0: know. <laughs> you you never know. You you may you start dating Idris Elba, and as soon as you get to the house, he gonna introduce you to his whole Pokemon card collection, and you gonna be like. <laughs> He ain't finna hit nobody ever. <laughs> now, if you go to his house and he got, listen, if you go to his house and he smokes cigars, it, it ain't just smoking cigars. If he smokes cigars and he got one of them little silver things that you put the cigar in to clip the end <laughs> off of, he'll beat your ass. That's that's just what it is, okay? If he use it frequently, like if he got one for show, that's fine. But if he, if he always smokes cigars and he clip it, he will put your finger in that bitch and cut the tip of your pointer finger off. <laughs> That's how I feel about people that use that. <laughs> I don't even know what it's called—a cigar I clip.
1: It is, a clip. I don't know. That made me laugh. I don't know. Oh, um, but
0: yeah, I mean, that man will fuck you up. So, <laughs> so I—I I mean, I—we don't even know Russell Wilson for real.
1: We don't.
0: Russell Wilson may have a whole he might have one of them 50 shades of gray rooms where he got <laughs> the straps and the, the little table that the woman bend over in the straps on and the bed side. He might he might be a dom for show. That like that <laughs> might like I feel like he's too nice to just only be nice. Yeah. I feel like the only reason he can be so nice outside is that he got a room where he go in and whoop somebody ass with consent.
1: He got which, out
0: an outlet for it. Yeah, which is, which with consent is not whooping somebody's ass; no. it's providing pleasure to somebody who desired it to that degree. <laughs> and so he he come out that bitch and just be amazing. But <laughs> Sierra wanted it, so it's fine.
1: <laughs> I don't know, but it back to him being fired. Let go. You can get let go from a regular fucking job for getting arrested for some fuck shit. Like, I don't know why people act like they don't. Rem- like, they, I don't know if they forget that or like you can. It's n- that's not the only job that you can get let go of for doing some fuck shit and getting arrested. Like, you can be let go from your regular ass job too, Tony.
0: Like, people believe that we're in the era of ruining people's lives. People that's what do. they believe. Uh, we're in
1: the era of people having to take accountability for the fuck shit that they do. That's how I look at it. Because you ruined your own life. He choked somebody until he thought that they were dead and he was okay with that. What do you... What, <laughs> we ruined his life? Like, that's a decision he made.
0: <laughs> that's how irrational these people are. <laughs> these... these You ruining their life shit. I, I just don't understand why they believe they're supposed to get away with some shit. Mm-mm. It's ridiculous.
1: I mean, shit is crazy. Like again, that the fact that he thought he had killed her and was still just chilling. You realize that he was just chilling in the house with what he thought to be a dead body and was fucking fine with it. Like you, the level of disturbing that is. Like, he ain't even trying to flee the scene or nothing. He was just still chilling in the house, like, all right, well she dead. <laughs> Gotta figure out what I'm gonna do with this body, I guess.
0: You know what would be worse?
1: <laughs> what?
0: that he, he knew she was alive. Yeah, and just left her there. And left her there and when she woke up tried to use that as some psychological warfare against her after she woke up.
1: Oh, like, bitch, I don't care if you had died. Like, exactly. I, yeah. It's
0: like letting her know that he don't care whether she died or not. Oh my god. That's wild. That, that should wild. Have crazy. Like,
1: that <sighs> It's just ridiculous. Like, you got to be careful out here. This is why I play investigator. Like, everybody always look at me like I'm so crazy. But listen, okay, I know that motherfuckers ain't going to tell you everything. They're not, especially not in the beginning. And at this age that I'm at, I just, I don't want to waste my time. Like, I know I can find out organically at some point. Organically at some point could be two years down the fucking line, though. Mm -mm. anything I can find out up front to make my decision as to whether or not I want to continue in this, I'm going to do that. I am. I'm sorry. It's who I am. (laughs) It's going to happen. And I feel like that has saved me a lot of time.
0: I'm going to read his statement. I apologize profusely. (laughs) See there, Weird. (laughs) I apologize profusely for the turmoil that I've caused to my family. Hold on. Wait a minute. I'm going to start over. Okay. I apologize profusely for the turmoil that I have caused to my family, teammates, fans, and those closest to me. The most thing important right now is that the victim gets the care she needs and I get help and both are happening. It is time for me to walk away from football and get the help that I need to never again pose a threat to another. I cannot express my sorrow or remorse enough. I am truly ashamed. I I would be utterly disrespected if he apologized profusely for the terminal more that he called. All them other people. All them other people first. <laughs> like.
1: And the, the, the audacity to say you stepping away from football. Bitch, you got fired. Don't. You didn't. Exactly.
0: Step down. It's time for me to walk away responsibly. <laughs> Bitch. They, your your, <laughs> they threw your ass out like Uncle Phil threw jazz out on the intro, the fucking Fresh Prince, and you, you acting like you there. decided.
1: He would still be playing if they had allowed him to, so like, don't do that. Don't do that, Mr. White. Sit
0: your ass down Boy, somewhere. You time you to step
1: away. Fuck
0: out of here. You ain't playing no football no more. I hope you saved enough money. I hope you got some DIY craft ideas. <laughs> I hope you got a degree or something. I mean... <laughs> Clearly, you ain't smart. You're not smart. No. I mean, if you were smart, you would have handled this differently. If you were smart, you would have called the police right after you thought you done choked this girl to death. At least it would have felt like, at least it would have seemed like you were, you know, trying to recover from an episode even
1: the fact that your apology led with everybody besides the person that you physically choked out. She should have been number one on the... Like, if I kick somebody in the balls, it's real disrespectful for me to go around and be like, to all the people that were present when I kicked him in the balls, I want to just say, I'm sorry for what I put you through. His balls were the one that got kicked. Like, how are you going to (laughs) apologize? What turmoil? What turmoil have you put them through that outweighs Her being choked
2: out. So
0: Jamel Hill said, I'm not going to repost the pictures of Chad Wheeler's victim. But if this horrible situation isn't seen in the context of hate crime, journalists are being irresponsible. I'm also wondering why this isn't considered attempted murder. I don't think I would go so far as to call this a hate crime. No. Like a hate crime is not just something a white person does to a black person.
2: Yeah.
0: A hate crime is something that a white person does to a black person because intentionally based on their race. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: um, That's different.
1: He's just so, a fuckboy who choked his girl. Like I feel like he would have choked her if she'd been white too. He just he a choking but, ass
0: nigga. But again, this should be considered attempted murder.
1: Oh, yeah. Especially you know, because he himself said, "I thought you was dead." Like, <laughs> yeah,
0: like, sir, <laughs> have you ever seen, like? He don't watch ID channel.
1: Nope. He see comes in
0: handy. <laughs> he just lift weights, <laughs> play football, and choke people. At least he used to <laughs> do all of those things. Now he has no reason to do all of those things.
1: Yeah, I don't agree with the hate crime, but the attempted murder—that's a hundred percent what it was. Um. When you think, when you do something to the point where you you think that you killed somebody, and especially what you being okay with you thinking that you killed somebody, that's att- That's the definition of attempted murder. You tried. You just wasn't successful at it. Okay, y'all know I talk about my cousin all the time, and I love him to death. But if he had got tried for what he did to his girlfriend, it would have been attempted murder because he stabbed her and left her for dead. She just didn't die. <laughs> he made the attempt. He just wasn't successful.
0: Yeah, he tried it.
1: He tried it though.
0: He
2: just he to
1: But yeah, I just I had to talk about that just because I keep seeing like people being stupid <laughs> about it. It's like he would have got fired from any job for doing this shit. He could well could have gotten fired from any job for doing this shit and he should have been let go. And I don't like the fact that he be blaming his mental illness because it ain't got shit to do with nothing.
0: Yeah. Okay. Uh, fuck you, Mr. White. Uh, you can do you can do all your stories and whatever, cause I've got some that overlap with you. Let's just do all your stories and then we'll go to mine.
2: Um,
1: so <laughs> we've had a couple of deaths um since the last time that we recorded, and on point. <laughs> the older somebody is, the more on point is like they died. Okay.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean,
1: Cicely Tyson passed away. She's nine. She was ninety six years old
0: she led a beautiful um, life
1: she did larry king 87
0: he um, led a wonderful life
1: hank aaron died i don't remember how old he was but it was up there mm-hmm. and
0: <laughs> it was old
1: <laughs> it's still unfortunate and here's why large part of why especially with like cicely tyson um we don't, I've said this before when we've had people die that that are from that school of um, acting or whatever, like, we don't have, who we got? Who, what actors or actresses that we have now, like, are going to be as iconic as Cicely Tyson? Like, who's doing shit now that when they get to be 96, the world is going to be like, oh, my God, you know? such and such, like, we don't have nobody replacing these amazing people, like, we don't have that level of talent, I don't feel, um, I just, that's what makes it sad, you know, I know she was 96, and I, the fucked up thing is, though, (laughs) the day before she died, the day before she died, I was having a conversation with somebody, and I was talking about how Cicely Tyson, specifically Cicely Tyson and Betty White, still out here working, and they're they gonna be working until they can't work no more. And then the fucking next day she died. And I was like,
0: <sighs> You did this, huh? I did not. That's what you're admitting to, right? That's not,
1: that is you not. You
0: are doing. admitting to taking Cicely Tyson out. The Bible says that there is power in the tongue.
1: Shut your ass up. You don't need to believe in that.
0: <laughs> I believe there's a power in the tongue.
1: Okay, but I didn't kill Cicely Tyson.
0: Specifically for sexual related acts.
1: I fucking hate you.
0: Not the hypothetical power in the tongue shit. I mean, except for affirmations, okay? Yeah, I'm a therapist. (laughs) Affirmations are the tongue that's powerful, you know? Uh, But apparently, Red can kill (laughs) Cicely Tyson.
1: No, because Betty White is still fine. Jesus, don't take Betty White, please.
0: (laughs) But what if your power was only to kill Cicely Tyson?
1: Why would that be? That's a very specific-ass power.
0: (laughs) You will never know, because now you've used your power, and the only way that it works, and you kill Cicely Tyson. and.
1: If when black people was supposed to get uh powers in december, if that's the power I got, I'm I want a return. I need a do-over. That's a stupid ass. Oh, I don't know what
0: mine a- is. I need to read off everybody that's 96 years old to see which one's gonna <laughs> die next. <Yeah. laughs> Listen. Damn, how are we gonna turn fucking sad shit to laughter.
1: We're horrible. We're there. I'm
0: not done. I'm not done either. I'm not done. Cicely Tyson is iconic because she had to exist at a time where she had to be a pioneer for shit. Yeah. She had to be. Actors don't have to be pioneers for shit these days, except maybe LGBT shit. You know, like even
1: her people words, coming out, her
0: like uh, Ellen Page. Yeah. What? That's an. Un- I it's don't Eric know. It's Eric now, I think. I don't know his.
1: It's Eric, I think. It's I Eric think she Page. Ellen so and Eric.
0: Yeah. Eric Page. Ellen Page transitioned to Eric Page. She's a pioneer of sorts, uh, but it's not going to look iconic but I as, mean, yeah. as race because like yeah. a whole our whole society was enveloped in the hatred for a people. And you got people like Cicely Tyson and Harry Belafonte who came out here and said, hey, I'm going to be seductive with these white women on film. and ain't no cracker going to do nothing to me. <laughs> and you know what? This nigga in his 90s, ain't a cracker did nothing to him. <laughs> okay? <laughs> 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 that, that he had that energy like he had that balance energy he had that white people love me energy i know where the balance is energy and they can't touch me you know but the reality is she was 96 and i guess the problem for me is that all of these people want everybody that's 96 to get two years away from 2020 just so they can feel like they didn't die because 2020 still out here and People are calling 2021 this extension to 2020 because
1: it's the 13th month of 2020 because it's been bullshit. It's been nothing. It's been riots, <laughs> insurrections, and shit. Like January 2021 has been fuck shit. It has <laughs> it's been terrible.
0: I don't know what could top COVID.
1: True. Don't say that because then. <sighs> It's they gonna. It's gonna be another strain of, or it's gonna mutate it. because don't say that. Don't say that.
0: Well, <laughs> that's my power, t- I got it out the way.
1: <laughs> don't tempt yes. the universe. Um, oh, but even
0: fucking, Titans gonna show up in this motherfucking <laughs> part, you know, I ass. You don't see. You don't watch Attack on Titan. No,
1: but that sounds <sighs> terrible. And Girl, if it happens, I, I'm gonna blame you.
0: <laughs> would you like Attack on Titan? I don't know. I don't know. I've been watching anime here. I'm trying to think uh, of an anime that you might like at this point. Death um, note.
1: I like Death Note. I like One Punch Man.
0: Attack on Titan is dark. You might like that shit. Yeah. <laughs> you might like that shit. <laughs> oh, I want you to start watching Attack on Titan.
1: Attack on Titan. Where, is, where can I watch it? On Hulu. Okay. I have Hulu. I have Hulu without the um ads.
0: If you watch the first ten episodes and don't like it then let it go
1: okay how um, long are the episodes
0: they like 20, 20 oh, yeah, yeah, minutes yeah. And, you know not long okay um but but it is twenty four episodes every season so
1: okay but if that that's good if it's a good show if it's not a good show it's yeah. ass. It
0: just <laughs> An- another another thing also Larry King has a very good breakfast club interview talking about his life if you're interested. And mm-hmm. watching that, I really—that was one of my top interviews. That one in Dick Gregory was some of my top interviews on the Breakfast Club. So Larry King was cool. I never watched none of his interviews and no those shit, but he got some good clips. Yeah, you know, coming from his interviews and and Hank Aaron, y'all know Hank Aaron took the vaccine before he died, <laughs> and so he was old as fuck. All right, I'm just tired of people creating these false. <laughs> comparisons to things like if Cicely Tyson ate a fucking can of ravioli before she died motherfuckers gonna be talking about something. that ravioli will get your ass <laughs> and she was 96 <laughs> she you, do you know about superstitious pigeons what <laughs> you know did you know do you know that pigeons are very superstitious oh you know what I think I have heard that before that yeah, they so... won't yeah So pigeons connect whatever happened previous to this, something positive happened to them, to a behavior that they performed before it. So if a pigeon spin a circle and somebody dropped breadcrumbs down, pigeon just going to keep spinning circles. (laughs) Because pigeon, they superstitious enough to believe that my circle got me this breadcrumbs. Like, that's how quickly their brain pairs external stimuli with their internal behaviors. Like, people do that shit with people that die. Like, even the people who be like, people die in threes. It's like, what are the oh, rules yeah. at? Where are the rules? And what about, and why is it only three famous people? It's like, unfamous people die all the time. Why don't you pair them by, why don't you look up everybody that died and put three people in their own pair? It'd be like, you know, when three people you know because you read an article die, it's like, yep, people always die in pair. And can it, is it uh, should they be paired by category like shouldn't athletes have their own and maybe athletes should have their own little subcategory yeah baseball players die in threes <laughs> <laughs> motherfuckers literally just be like when three people that they know personally die did they say people die in th- like that's some of that superstitious bullshit like there's nothing that, that makes sense about that you know, and the same superstition where it be like, but this superstition with Hank Aaron is rooted in the fact that a lot of people were skeptical about the vaccine anyway. And he happened to be black oh, yeah. and he just happened to die after he took the vaccine. So it was like, um, no vaccine, black Twitter. <laughs> just went off about it. They was looking for it, like the people that feel
1: that way. They were, they were already anybody that died who had taken the vaccine. They were gonna jump on that because they already believed that it's a conspiracy to kill off black people. Like it's back to Tuskegee and shit. So they were just looking for. Hank Aaron just happened to be the one. <laughs> they was already looking for this shit.
0: And listen, the reality is that the elderly population are the most vulnerable for death to covid but coincidentally they are also the most vulnerable to death because we only get a little bit of time in this motherfucker and they are on they walking the tight rope of life as it is you know what I'm saying we only supposed to get what between 65 and 72 years average you know if you above 75 you you going to die so the reality is every older person up in their years that's taking a vaccine, some of them are going to die in a week because it's their fucking time. It don't got shit to do with no vaccine. Okay? And if it have shit to do with the vaccine, evidence shows that it's in such small amounts that we can't even quantify it for real. I mean, but whatever, that's my spiel. Old people (laughs) die. I'm sorry to sound so morbid, y'all. I got a grandmama who done bought her own casket already. Who done bought her own goddamn flower arrangements for her casket. Like, imagine being the kind of person so comfortable with death that you shop through Sam's Club, which they sell caskets, and buy your casket. <laughs> and imagine that you going through flower bouquets because you want to know, you want to be in control of what flowers people see on your granny. Like, my granny don't give a fuck.
1: She said she ain't got time for this shit. She gonna yeah. make
0: sure it's right. <laughs> Exactly. She said, I don't want no fighting between y'all. I'm going to buy all my own shit. Because my sister will be tripping. Because her and my daddy don't get along. My grandma already knew i got to take control of this shit. Otherwise, we're going to have problems. Yeah.
2: Um,
1: Little Nas X is our best-selling author.
0: Of course. Um, Little Nas X. He's he, harmless.
1: He wrote a children's book. He wrote a children's book. C is for country. He's still riding the hell out of that old town. <laughs> I
0: wonder if he really liked that. I wonder if he really liked that or if he like, played with some shit and it came out to be a big win and he just kind of dived into the role. Or if he always really been on that country shit.
1: I don't know. But the story, for, it's like, it's the story of a young cowboy. And so it, it's one of those alphabet books, like A is for this and that. And the, the name of the pony, his horse, is Panini. <laughs> his second song that was released. <laughs> I, I'm not mad at Nas. Listen, here's the thing: <clears throat> even if he becomes a one-hit wonder, how how popular was Panini? I don't, I don't know.
0: I don't know. Not very. It looked like okay, the video so, cost a lot of money.
1: Even if he is it becomes a one hit wonder with Old Town road, he has done wrote the shit out of old town road, okay he did he had a Levi's was it Levi's deal but some jeans <laughs> he got this book with the whole cowboy shit. If you're gonna be a one hit wonder, I say get all the shit you can get out of that, and that's what he's doing so I ain't mad at him. Go ahead, nice, do what you do.
0: You know, for kids to have loved Old Town Road so much, that second verse was super trash. (laughs) Riding on a tractor, lean all in my bladder. Oh, yeah. Cheated on my baby. You can go and ask her. Now, why would you do that? Why would you? You just told us. Why would you? Why you got her business out here now? Like, why you done told us who she is, where she is? They go and ask her. Why would I do that? You just fucked the life up. Presumably. My life is a movie. Boy riding and boobies. (laughs) Cowboy hat from Gucci. Wrangler on my booty.
1: Oh, it might have been a Wrangler deal. I don't remember. It was some kind of jeans. (laughs) I mean, but kids don't need. He could have done better. Kids don't need it to make sense.
0: At least he said baby instead of lady. At least he was living in, he wasn't living in his troop at that point, but he was he was about to be there. <laughs>
1: it's like Sam Smith. Sam Smith's songs, if you go back and listen to Sam Smith's songs before he finally was like he was gay, they are genderless. Like, he could have been talking about a dude. <laughs> like, stay with me. He could have been talking about a dude. Like, it's nothing in the song that directly points to it was a woman, other than we assume that because he was a man. <laughs>
0: So you know, on TikTok they stitch videos together, right? Mm-hmm. That means that they put a part of one person's TikTok, and then they respond to it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they showed this video of a, of somebody with some stockings on their legs, and then um, it zoomed the camera up, and it's the dude,
2: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> and then the dude who responded to it was just staring at the camera. He was like, "Fuck! I already got the boner." <laughs> <laughs> like he just standing there like biting his nails like (laughs) fuck I already got the boner (laughs) I feel like that will I feel like that will you know not just straight men but straight men that are you know misogynist or whatever red pill men y'all can look that shit up it's dumb shit um when they enjoy Sam Smith music and then find out that you know he was rapping or singing about men it's like oh I already envisioned that he was singing about women.
1: <laughs> Probably already played it while you had a woman over. Exactly. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, if you go back and listen to sales, oh, like, it's not, he doesn't, it's no gender. Like you, he could be talking about a dude and it makes sense. Like, um, and I wonder how, how much of a struggle that was for people once he uh, came out. <laughs> I
0: mean, me too. It's not a struggle for me, but like, when he be like, can I lay by your side? I'm thinking it's a lady, you know what I'm saying? And in my head, when I imagine, when I visualize the lyrics, you're like, okay, default in our society, Sam Smith by a nice young white Italian lady, you know, long hair, some shit, but you know what? But then when I see Sam Smith now, and now, I know his sexuality, and I visualize who's laying by his side, or whose side he laying by. It's probably a bald-headed black man. <laughs> That's probably about right, I think. <laughs> I wasn't expecting you to say. <laughs> what
1: was you? I don't know, I thought you was going to say like an Italian white man with long hair instead of oh.
0: No, bald headed black man, <laughs> very fit, <laughs> you know, not hairy like me, you know. Oh,
1: Jesus,
0: that's I think that's about that sounds about right <laughs> to me.
1: Oh, Jesus. Um, and the only other thing I had was T.I. and Tiny, but I know you're gonna talk about it, so I don't have nothing else that we don't have. All
0: right, let's talk about T.I. and Tiny, okay? Oh, wait, I'm sorry. One more thing. Go, 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 go. Have we had a show since the um,
1: inauguration? We have not. Mm -mm. Michelle Obama came in and just fucking, I was like, Michelle, this ain't Barack's inauguration. Like, why would you come in here and stunt on these people like this? It's rude. It was rude. She looked amazing. She looked at me, and like, I, because On Point got me on TikTok, I literally spend way too much fucking time on TikTok now, like, it's ridiculous. The videos that people were making, like that little, let me see you, walk, walk, walk. That's all that everybody uses, they put that, and it fit. It fit, Michelle was walking like she was walking on somebody's motherfucking runway, okay? look amazing, I was like, and Barack just walking beside her like, yeah, y'all see it.
0: You they they do. a stunting ass couple. I don't know why anybody would expect anything different from them. They are a stunting <laughs> ass couple. Okay, they stunt. <laughs> That's what they do. You seen that video of Barack Obama on the campaign trail with Joe Biden, and oh, somebody he shot passed ball? him a ball. He was just walking through the court. Somebody passed him a ball, and he was like, "Oh, <laughs> turn around, hit Jay. <laughs> yes, yeah, what I do. It's like, <laughs> oh, God damn, what the fuck." What the hell swag level is this nigga got? He, I don't even know. I don't even know what word to use. Like, swag is too old. Drip. This nigga got drip. I don't know if I'm saying this shit right. Uh, Leroy Ketchum. I don't know. What are the young people saying now? Let, let me know, please. <laughs> I think I'm using the wrong words. <laughs> I think drip is like clothes, maybe. I don't
1: fucking know. <laughs> but they are, a st- like the flawlessness like it don't it is so effortless you know how you see some people like they be trying too hard they don't never come across as try hard it's like they just that's just us you see it (laughs) we just this this just what it is (laughs) Like, i saw them walking and i was like y'all did not have to fucking do this y'all did it you did it (laughs) y'all could have toned it down a little bit damn Both of them came strutting out of them doors. I was like, God damn, the class and the swag or drip or whatever. Like, it's, Mm -hmm. I just, how can they do that? Like, how can that much be in one body and be that effortless? Like, when I saw that video of him hitting that that shot and he was, he's so smooth with it. He just walked off like, That's what I do. (laughs) Exactly. I was like,
0: (laughs) This motherfucker, man. I just want to know what they talk like man I just really want to know what they talk like in their relationship I know they get on camera and they be all motherfucking professional and shit but I I just feel like he be like Michelle you, you're stunting on them hoes huh? like I just want to believe that's, that's how they talk I just want I to believe when she they came just talk the like
1: back with that pantsuit All he was like Michelle <laughs> like he had to have known that this was gonna be iconic like you can't look at her, and she had them swoops. The hair, her hair was swooped to perfection. It was amazing.
0: She Effort. probably didn't even tell him what she was gonna wear. She was like, <laughs> "I'm just gonna tell you this. They ain't gonna be talking about your ass after this goddamn inauguration." <laughs> All right, Michelle. All right. I'm gonna call Sasha. Malia. <laughs> that shit. They look. I I aspire to have the level of unconscious fucking greatness that they have. Like they just they just amazing just doing regular shit. Yes.
1: <laughs> it's amazing. Like and she from the south side of Chicago.
0: Like this ain't, you know, she this is who she is. This is just who she is. She just got it. <laughs> She's likely seen somebody being pistol whipped. And yes. And just as classic, what you know I what make of... me you know what make me humble. You know what make me force humility on people when I I start feeling like they getting too high in my head. What I I imagine them taking a shit <laughs> <laughs> that make them regular as hell. <laughs> that make them regular.
1: I feel like they would take shits and still, and not a way that the average person would. I still feel like it'd be different.
0: Mm-mm. Nope, they shit like everybody else. <laughs> they have them. They have trumpet poops, and they blow up the toilet every now and then. <laughs> and they gotta spray air freshener after that. Like it ain't that many ways to make shit not smell good. They got Glade or Febreze in their bathroom. Like, yeah. oh yeah. yeah, that's that's how people. Uh, that's how I bring people back down in my head, cause people get hot, they get up there sometimes. <laughs> this conversation is a representation, so I gotta imagine <laughs> Barack and Michelle shitting.
1: <laughs> the heck, they, everybody looked nice at the inauguration. I just feel bad, I, cause I, they stole the show. Like all of the women had on like the um, monochromatic looks, where they had the one color and some kind of you know purple or blue, and. Michelle just came out there and was like, forget the mother hoes, y'all, they don't matter.
0: <laughs> she might Whatever. as well have moon walked out into that motherfucker. <laughs> she knew how bad she looked. <laughs> the good bad, not the bad. The good bad. bad.
1: Yes, she looked amazing. I when I saw her, I was at work in my office, and I know my coworkers were like, "The hell is wrong with her?" Because I was like, "Yes, Michelle with this belt, come on, belt." <laughs> she well, looked
0: amazing. Black people's culture, our culture is so amazing, man. (laughs) And if you're white and you're listening to this, you know, I'm sorry. Y'all, y'all culture still pillage. You didn't do it. You know what I'm saying? So not blaming you. I'm just saying we can literally be like, come on, hell. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, belt. (laughs) <laughs> like,
1: like, we do it. We do, like, and we, we all know, know what it means. Shit. It's yeah. the cop. We all know, like, it's the compliment. If you say that to somebody, they're gonna be like,
2: "Girl, <laughs> okay, shoes." <laughs> like,
0: like, black women be on that shit. Black women be on it, man. I'm ready for y'all to take over.
1: Oh, Jesus.
0: I'm ready ready for black women to just take over. Hopefully y'all don't take over on some Gazorpazorp shit. Um, Another Rick and
1: Morty.
0: Rick and Morty reference, y'all. Episode uh, Gazorpazorp, the women took over and men won shit. (laughs) (laughs) Slung the men out into the wilderness. (laughs) Didn't even get to engage. They were just wild beasts. Now, I am not for that shit. I'm going to be whole... Whole, I'm going to be heading up a revolution in that motherfucking reality. But no, I feel it, like
2: you're
1: going to be uh, the episode with the dog
0: <laughs>
1: where Morty, Morty was kind of like the pet.
0: <laughs> yeah, no. Nah, I don't want none of that shit. I'm going to be, I mean, I guess if I had to play a role in that women's reality, maybe that's the case, but you know what? I don't think that would be the case. Because in order for that to be a case, I have to be like, I'm a good dude, though, and I don't say that shit. <laughs> I, like, I, prove, I prove my worth by being what I'm worth, and if people see it, they do. If they don't, then they, they can believe I'm trash with the rest of the niggas because it's so <laughs> many niggas that's trash that I just have to be a part of the trash niggas. I understand that. I accept that role, but if it turned into, I, th- I feel like, I feel like white people, white women would make the world gazorpas. or I think black women have been so caring and concerning for people oh, yeah. that they would have just make shit better for everybody.
1: Yeah, it was, black or...
0: women and black men. Were they? And white? I feel, but I feel like there's a lot of black men that probably need to be executed.
1: Were the or women men
0: white? in general?
1: I can't remember. Did, they were they white? Fucking
0: different color people. They was oh, okay, purple and green, and you know.
1: Okay, I haven't watched that episode in a while. So they
0: were colored. But you know they all had white voices. Okay,
1: maybe that's what was confusing me. Yeah, but yeah, okay. I just had to mention the inauguration and mention Michelle because she just deserved a mention. I'm sorry, it's fucking amazing.
0: She I want a
1: coat. I want a maroon fucking overcoat now.
0: (laughs) She did. She did. She deserved that. (laughs) Um. All right. Ti. And
1: Tiny. So... Why are people so surprised by this?
0: There's somebody named Sabrina Peterson who alleged that T.I. put a gun in her head some years back. All right? And, uh... Sabrina Peterson is at the forefront of alleging that T.I. and Tiny were uh, sex trafficking and drugging and seducing minors. And, I mean, this this is kind of big, because T.I. kind of paint himself as like that Hood-wise guy. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the show has really painted them as just like a a, a good Hood family couple. Hood Hood family, yeah. (laughs) Um, but the the allegations that came out, you know, are just allegations, but they were supplemented with a whole bunch of people coming out as victims Mm -hmm. to T.I. and Tiny's fucking sexual minor seducing shenanigans. So Tiny kind of responded. Tiny was like, uh, apparently it's a picture of T.I. with. Sabrina's two sons saying that, you know, oh, we were good enough to, you know, he was good enough to watch your kids or some shit like that. that- but for all we know, <clears throat> it started off as a good relationship and ended as T.I. putting a gun at this woman's head. <laughs> yeah. You know, we don't know. And, and, and you know what? His rap history don't help this case at all. No. Because he raps about sex and people. He raps about drugs he raps about partying. He like all of this stuff is in his raps. He raps about having guns and he even served a charge for guns. He sure served did. time for gun charge. So it's like this is a moment where your career and the rap and the music that you had really conflicts with what you're trying to paint the reality at. Like it sounds like this might be something that you have access to. And Tiny, personally, to me, looked like somebody who would be a part of that shit. Hell yeah! Like, Tiny
1: and T.I.'s relationship is so dysfunctional. And I can 100% see her going along with some fuck shit for him. 100%. Their entire relationship has been, you know, full of fuck shit. So like yeah, I can one hundred percent her see her going along with this to keep him happy, um, and, and justifying it with herself some kind of way.
0: And let's face it, Ti ain't no damn R. Kelly. No. Okay, maybe to hood niggas he's R. Kelly. I mean, he got a really healthy uh, catalog, but he ain't he ain't no R. Kelly. And this is something um shogun in the chat said that this ain't he won't recover from this if this shit has a semblance of truth yeah um but um peterson um so it says while tiny's receipts of them all being cordial just two years ago seemed to quell all the speculation peterson came back with a lot of receipts um is this one woman who spoke out saying that she came to a party with another woman who she thought was dead and T.I. had the bodyguard get off the bed and drag, and they basically carried her to the bathtub and left in there. She said that the woman barely had a post, and she said to this day, I, I just don't know what happened. Um another one, Tiny, uh, T.I. and Tiny's ex-friend came out with her own story of abuse from them yesterday since then 19 others have come forward and it's just so many different posts i mean literally just google ti and tiny and it's like the all of these different people are coming up talking about their experience with ti and tiny so it's hard not to believe that this shit is going on i mean does does Peterson have enough money to pay all these people just to make T.I. look bad? Or is it more likely that these people's real stories are coming out about T.I. and Tiny?
2: Yeah. You know?
1: And before anybody say, because I know this always happens when with these fucking cases, before anybody says, why didn't they say something before? It is a lot easier for people to come forward when somebody else has been the first. And once they see what the response is to that first person. Um, it's a difficult thing, especially when it is somebody famous, somebody not only just famous, but like t- with T.I.'s track record, you know, it's a lot harder. So, yeah, it when somebody comes out, when one person comes out, this is why I have that domino effect, because it makes the other people more comfortable with telling their story because they're not by themselves. They're not alone. They know somebody else had a similar experience and they tell they talking about it. So they feel like, you know, they have that um, working in their favor. So that's why. Because I know people are always like, if it happened, why they wouldn't say it wouldn't happen? Because that's not how it works.
0: That's not how it works. You can't fucking get away with the bullshit. Bruh, it's it's crazy how many people are living the Scooby-Doo life. The Scooby. Oh, the Yeah, they doing the mask all this off. bullshit and pull the mask <laughs> off and be like, oh, it was T I the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> like who suspected this? It was Bill Cosby the whole time. It was Harvey Weinstein the whole time. Like, these motherfuckers is really covering up their bullshit with the persona of somebody that's just a, a good businessman or a decent person. And mm-hmm. they out here fucking people over like legit.
1: It's not okay. And it's you know i know that when you like somebody when you um enjoy that person's art whatever it may be whether they're making movies making music whatever i know it's it's hard to you know change your opinion or it's hard for you to let go of the idea that you had of who they were before but like if this shit gets substantiated like Ti fans is gonna have to come to terms with this shit. Your this nigga might have made some some good music to you, but like he trash as a person, <laughs> fucking trash as mm. human. Sorry, I mean you still like his music, but like he's trash. Sorry, not sorry.
0: Um, if it's substantiated,
1: if it's substantiated,
0: I guess we'll see.
1: Yeah, time will tell.
0: All right, I'm gonna run down all these news because I just I just had a bunch of shit that came up that I wanted to talk about. Okay. At least a little bit. Joe Biden. Oh man, Joe Biden has signed an uh, action in an executive order against private prisons. I saw that. Um, I gotta be fair. That th- this legislation is very uh performative. It don't really mean shit. (laughs) (laughs) Like, most of the damn um, private prisons are, like, state-run. So it's not like the federal government can shut down state-run private prisons. That's, like, 90%, uh, if I'm not mistaken. Not a lot of uh, federal prisons are run by the feds. A private prisons or run by the feds so executive orders that he create only impact shit on the federal level It don't impact shit on the state level it's only so much shit that the federal government can do to override state laws now there's a lot of let there's a lot of fucking passing and shit in Congress and the house that got to happen for federal legislation to impact states at large um but performative as it is it's a good move because it, executive orders, I think, are meant to be a forecast of what they are trying to work on. And, you know, on the surface, on the surface, they just, you know, trying to figure out how to, you know, impact legislation that's going to be lasting. But they have to let the people who voted for them know that this is some shit I'm going to focus on. And so I think it's an important thing to do. But, you know, People give it credit for what it isn't, what it is. But don't talk about what it ain't, especially when it comes to the left-right situation. So to be objective and to be fair, um, it ain't like it really in private prisons, but it's a step in the right direction amongst a number of steps that have to be taken in order for private prisons to actually be closed and or impacted in the way that we want to see. Um, So... I just wanted to bring that up, you know, <laughs> and you know, Shogun is somebody who consistently challenges me to be objective about things. Mm-hmm. Um, I have my perspective on stuff, and so um with Joe Biden's time in office, I'm just gonna try to be really objective about what's going on because yeah. he white and <laughs> Barack Obama was black. And I was gonna support Barack Obama regardless. And you know, when he was president, we didn't even know he had this level of sweat. Like he had to he had to suppress his sweat. He had
1: to suppress it so much.
0: He did. Like there's upset <laughs> uh, for
1: him wearing a fucking tan suit on fucking Easter. Like right?
0: So there's this yes. show, there's an animated I watch called the uh The Daily Life of the Immortal King. And mm-hmm. it's basically a an immortal who was born to these parents who and I guess he's born over and over again. I don't know how it worked for real. But he was born to these parents. And he walked. He came out the womb walking and just doing everything. Damn. And his parents found out that he had this level of power that is immeasurable. And so they had to put this spell on the back of his neck when he was growing to limit his power. And literally his daily life is limiting his power so much that he seemed regular. Mm. Uh, the dilemma in the show becomes that he meets a girl and then he stopped being able to kind of control... How much he's limiting his power, and mm-hmm. he like get to the point where he' about to break his seal. But it's like I'm just at this moment I'm just thinking about how much Barack Obama had to suppress this greatness that we see now. Mm-hmm. Um, in in the form of just how he carries himself and his wife, um, uh, Michelle Obama, and it's ridiculous. Yeah. But Joe Biden is old white, done supported problematic legislation in the past. Um, And, you know, a lot of people are hinging on the fact that he supported problematic legislation and even co-authored and supported Mm -hmm. problematic shit for black people that turned into issues for black people. And a lot of people are hinging on the fact that he did that to say, why do you trust him? And, like, this is a moment for us to see that a man that supported problematic shit can not only right his wrongs, but can show that he has changed to a level that actually represents what uh, a person who you hope to change needs to represent.
1: And he's affecting what he can that's within his power. Yeah. Like you said, the state shit, he can't do anything about that. So he doing what he can.
0: Yeah.
1: What's within his power, so.
0: Yeah, we already know Trumpsters ain't going to be objective at all. Joe Biden just always going to be a pedophile. Uh, creep.
1: Um, it's so many conspiracy fucking theorists already with already yeah. of people that, um, that clip that boy um, sound clip from um, Cat Williams stand up where he was like, Uh, how hey, you been on your job for three days and fucked up everything? Everything, everything they already doing that, um,
0: yeah,
1: as it pertains to him. So, like, they ain't gonna give him he was he, that, that's never gonna change. It don't matter
0: a, what he do. He can yeah, show There's a us. dude named Terrence Carson. It's like um, when those soldiers from the... When the soldiers got moved from the Capitol to some kind of garage. I don't know if you heard about that story. Um, you know, they sent, like, the National Guard to um, Washington. And... Uh, to guard the Capitol. Because, you know, when the inauguration was coming up, motherfuckers was like, this shit might get wild.
2: Mm-hmm. So
0: they sent the National Guard to the Capitol. And what happened is, uh, after the inauguration, um, they got moved to uh some kind of garage type bunker. And it was it showed like two hundred um National Guard members just in in a fucking garage, like hey. laying on the floor and shit. Oh no. And uh, this dude Terrence, Terrence Carson or something like that. It's just a black Trump. He used to go and he got invited to the White House several times. Whatever. Oh, Jesus. He basically came out and said I can't believe this. Look at Biden's America. And oh I'm like, bro. You don't shut the fuck up about this shit Trump started, man. <laughs> uh, but anyway, I'm just going to try to be more objective about a Biden. Uh, I'm going to be more objective about you know Processing the stuff that say Joe Biden doing. And I'm gonna, you know, make sure I stay all researching what the legislation do, but be more intentional about it.
2: Yeah.
0: Um let's see. Next story. Um, I don't know if you heard about this, but Kellyanne Conway.
1: Oh, yeah, her daughter in the picture posted
0: a nude photo of her daughter. I saw that. Bro, that shit it. is so crazy. Like she said that. Uh, the daughter said that Kellyanne Conway takes her phone every now and then, and she said that she believes that her mama might have saved a picture of her nude so that she can use it against her somehow in the future. Now, this is what the rebellious teenager version of her said after all of this shit happened. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, no, it's no secret that she done had turmoil with her parents. Oh, yeah. And her mama is a trumper trump supporter liar for trump and her daddy don't like trump so that's been a thing and during all of that shit where Kellyanne was working for trump and her daddy was you know doing his shit she she tried to uh what is it when a kid uh try to get disconnected from their parents if you hadn't asked me i could have told you I I know. Can't think of the word um, it begin with an s maybe um, Emancipate. Emancipate. Emancipate, begin with yeah. E. Emancipate. Um. And so it's it's always been problems, even when it's always been problems with her. And so up to this point, she been saying, if I'm ever forced to be, if I'm ever get all online, if I ever get off of social media, it's not by choice. It's by force. She said that shit long ago. And now here we are with this situation. And she's coming up talking about, hey, me and my mom fight like daughters and mothers do, but I love her. I love her. And I'm going to take myself off of social media. because And so now, because she said that, you know, if I ever have to leave social media, it's going to be by force. Now people are saying, oh, she's been forced to do this. So mm-hmm. even if it is genuine and she changed her mind, this is one of those moments where it's like the way you market yourself being on social media and how. You engage with your fans, it can backfire. Yep. You know, speaking in, you know, absolute terms when you're under duress or angry or emotional, will turn into a situation like this where uh, the police just showed up for you know child abuse type stuff. You know, Mm -hmm. like it's been ugly accidentally post a new of your teen daughter and how can you have the kind of family in which your teen daughter believes that you would use that photo against her as some kind of leverage at some point
1: because Instagram is not like a one click and post kind of shit you know what I'm saying like you have to if you ever posted a picture on Instagram you know
0: it's a couple of clicks it ain't (laughs) so I pocket ordered a pop figurine from Amazon because they have that one click order in them Maybe. Maybe that's happened. <laughs> I also called somebody on Bumble. And I just looked at the phone and they the picture was at the bottom corner. I was like, who the hell is this? Because I ain't never... <laughs> and I was like, oh shit, I called somebody on fucking Bumble. And then we had an a hour-long conversation. <laughs> like she answered and just sat there and waited until I realized that I had called. <laughs> it's crazy, it's ridiculous but you know but but one this is the struggle right here I don't know if y'all know this parents, but if your children have pictures of themselves on their phone naked oh, yeah. they are in possession of child porn yeah,
2: the laws don't have,
0: Yes, the law don't have no carve outs, you can't have pictures of children on your phone, even if it's you. So even if your child lift their legs up and check their vagina or their balls and got pictures of that shit, that is child porn, okay? Mm. Even if they're doing something responsible with their nudity, it is in possession of child porn. So Kellyanne Conway having a naked picture of her daughter on her phone is a fucking crime. It is. She is in possession of child porn frankly her daughter was in possession of child porn as well you know but adults parents let y'all's children know to i know kids try to get into this world of adults where they send news and stuff to each other and they have news on their phone listen hopefully you're raising kids that are responsible enough to not put their bodies out there like that as yep, children You don't
1: have no control over it once that shit is gone off your phone into the next there ain't no control over that.
0: But in the event that you don't have children that responsible and the people around them are not responsible enough to keep from sending that stuff, you need to make sure your child knows that if they have any naked pictures of themselves or any other person under 18 on their phone, that that shit needs to constantly be deleted. Don't have it in your gallery. Don't have it in one of them secret piano galleries. Just leave it it where it it needs to be in your brain if you have to have it. That's it. What kind of whack ass
1: mama have a picture of your daughter that you try to use as fucking leverage or blackmail anyway? Like what the fuck? Um, Why would you do
0: that? Kind of mama that been supporting Trump's bullshit through lies. I mean, <laughs> come on, man. This is true. See, she don't know what her daughter gonna become, but that's still gonna be holding child porn. Yep, so. it
1: is. It's not okay.
0: Don't it's do not- that shit.
1: No, do
0: not. All right, let's go next. Um, there's a picture of a, a black Capitol rioter because you know, it was some black sprinkles in the Capitol
1: sprinkle here and there.
0: His name is Emmanuel Jackson. He was uh, caught on video with a bunch of white people, it's a black ass name, too. Yeah, and he was 20 years old, man. He had a metal bat and he was running into that bitch. The only thing I want to say about this is that. All the white people who went there got released and he got his bail denied.
1: <laughs> it's not funny, but it's like, Emmanuel, what you thought was going to happen? Like, you're not one of them. Exactly. You're not, I'm sorry.
0: You are, you are black. <laughs> you know, you ain't getting no damn pardon from yeah, Trump, alright? Um, and so that's all I wanted to say about that, but speaking of the pardons, <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: yeah, whatever. um, Trump pardoned Kodak Black and Lil Wayne. Now, I don't know what kind of strategy this was for Trump. (laughs) I don't know what kind of strategy, I mean, we know what kind of strategy it potentially was for Lil Wayne. It seemed like the kind of strategy where, you know, I'm gonna cozy up to Trump because I know I got these charges and I'm gonna get out of jail. He gonna send me a, um, a pardon. And that shit happened, man. Mm -hmm. Um,
1: I don't know what Trump gets out of it though, because. Man, Trump. <laughs> like, but this, to me, this is indicative of how little he thinks of black people. Like, if you think that pardoning these two rappers from some bullshit that they both did, that they shouldn't have fucking did, is going to be the thing that made people be like, you know what? Trump is all right. He pardoned Lil Wayne and Kodak Black. Like,
0: but you know what? Fuck the partners. Fuck the Lil Wayne and the. Kodak Black, I really just brought this up to say that Joe Exotic from Tiger King. He didn't get one, <laughs> not only did he not get one, he ordered a limo to the jail thinking that he was going to get one.
1: <laughs> Joe, Joe, no,
0: you had not heard that. <laughs> This man ordered a limo to the jail because he was confident that he was gonna get pardoned by Trump, and he did not get a pardon.
1: Joe, no, come on now, you play, you you overplayed that hand, baby.
0: And ain't no president ever again gonna consider this shit. You doing your time, brother. You doing your time, and it's unfortunately Joe. that you're a part of a group of people that age like bananas. <laughs> But you, um, you'll get out. You'll get out, and you'll look like George Burns when you do. <laughs> For those of you who don't know George Burns, he was about a hundred years old when I was a kid. <laughs> so if you're in the 36 years old club, then you know who George Burns is. If you don't, then just think of the oldest, most wrinkly, up ass person that you know, and <laughs> imagine, imagine them with a mullet and a, a earring in their eyelid and they play with tigers and play with meats.
1: <laughs> he overplayed that hand, boy.
0: You played yourself. <laughs> uh DJ Khaled voice. <laughs> you played yourself. I don't know how he sounds for real. You know, every time I think about DJ Khaled, I think about the bad guy from Kazam. <laughs> you remember him? Yes. And I can never forget him because in the, when he got into the car with Shaq the genie, he offered him a goat eyeball, <laughs> and he ate it. And I was like, "Oh my fucking god! <laughs> who do this? Who got who? Who makes sure the limo is stocked with goat eyeballs?" <laughs> Somebody that like goat eyeballs, I guess. Jesus, that. but but when I think about DJ Khaled, I think about that dude because they built the same way. <laughs> Yeah, they got like a humpback type thing going on, mm-hmm. I think. Anyway. um, Let me see. Not that many. Uh, okay. Alright, I don't like Wendy Williams, okay?
1: Okay.
0: Um, I just don't. She is very, very precise with her messiness. Mm-hmm. And she seemed to be messy to Keep attention on herself or something, and what came out this week from her was that she said that her she hooked up with Method Man in the past. Um, and she was like, you know, back in the Coke days, like, and it, it's it so casual for her to just mention that the days when she was doing Coke and shit. But, like, I was like, Wendy Williams before any surgery was very attractive. No, she
1: wasn't, huh? <laughs> no, she wasn't.
0: Yes, she was.
1: No, she wasn't. I've seen the picture. She looked all
0: right. She looked much better compared to now, but like very attractive. She was she was very attractive for the time. She looked like she could have been a fucking uh, clearly because T-Bot's left on chili ain't attractive for the day back then. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like attractive today is different at the time that she was the attractive. She was she was the attractive. She should have been for the times (laughs) is what I'm saying right before the surgery like she got a interview where she talking about Biggie. she was attractive for back then definitely if you bring like if you bought a leah to now she just a fucking hood rat. I
1: mean,
0: <laughs> you know i mean that's just the reality just it's a different level of pretty and attractive today it ain't it's a fake level of pretty like it's but but it's different
2: yeah, it's still it's very different, different.
0: different. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's still not different. Real. <laughs> like old Brandy and old Monica. Bring them motherfuckers to today. That shit don't work for no teenagers. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That it don't work. So I'm saying, go back in time to when Method Man probably hooked up with her with her status. I refuse well, to accept because Method Man is fine as fuck. He was fine then. He's see, fine okay, now. Okay, so it's personal for you. You <sighs> yes, bullshitting because. it's personal <laughs>
1: And I just refuse to accept it. Sorry, Wendy.
0: <laughs> Listen, Wendy... Wendy, look as close as you can be alive to a skeleton to me. <laughs> like, her, you can see too far in her nose. Just when you're looking straight at her. Like, she don't even got to look up. You can just look at her straight face. And her nose and her eyes are kind of, like, weird. And then whatever she did, her cheekbones and her chin... It just make her look like Lord Zedd from Power Rangers to me. Somebody's
1: unfortunate.
0: Like Yeah. She and not only that but that little that baby picture of her, that the like, picture of her when she was not a baby, but a little kid where she was but she she had the head of a Head of a 10-year-old and the body of a 20-year-old lollipop, man. Lollipop, oh, lollipop, 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 lollipop head. You know, between now and that picture, she was actually somebody who it looked like Method Man with Bane. You know, she was accessible, she wasn't ugly, and that's just what it was for the time back then. So it's like, I don't know why nobody's surprised. Like, everybody applying today's Method Man banging today's Wendy Williams and (laughs) it don't match but Wendy Williams and Method Man 30 years ago are two different people that it would have made sense for them to bang okay
1: I still don't accept it
0: I don't accept that she bringing this shit out right now to be relevant (laughs) that's what I don't like you know And and I really hate to just be talking about people and their aesthetics because I don't really that ain't my thing you know what I'm saying you know, but it's bittersweet. Like, a part of me feel like, not bittersweet, that's the wrong way works, but a part of me feel like, man, once you start fucking going under the knife, what you do to yourself is, like, on purpose.
2: Yep.
0: And it's, like, it's, it's just hard not to create some commentary based on what you've done to yourself when you could have avoided doing that or not done it and whatnot. So, okay. Whatever um let me see what else i got before i go to oh okay aoc okay let's talk about robin hood right but before we talk about robin hood let's talk about these stocks let's talk about gamestop gamestop share had been like four dollars for the longest right and what happened with gamestop amc um bed bath and beyond i think several other companies that really have been doing shit with low stocks. Redditors decided that we're going to get together and we're going to show Wall Street who is fucking boss. We're going to show Wall Street that it is a broken, fucked up system. And so they made... So, let me tell you. Do you know how this shit work? Mm -mm. Basically, hedge fund companies make money by shorting all of these GameStop and low-end stockholders. Now I'm not going to be saying this exactly right so people who are deeply into stocks don't be offended. I'm just trying to paint a picture of what happened in this simplicity. Basically hedge funds do things with stocks that make them make money consistently. And people who play the stock market are aware of this And but what can you really do about it? Well a group of Redditors said what we can do about it is we can collaborate with thousands and thousands of people on buying this much stock in these different companies that, that the hedge funds play short, and we can force them to lose a ton of money. Now, so what happened is all of these Redditors went and bought a certain amount of GameStop uh stock from GameStop and it made the GameStop stock shoot up. Mm-hmm. And when it shot up, a ton of regular people started buying that stock. Okay, it went they you can buy it at four dollars. You know, so, um, let's say you buy a thousand shares at $4 because you got $4,000 to spare. And in three days, it turned into a, a $470 uh, dollars of stock. Like you just made some loot. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? For doing barely anything. And so that's what happened. Reddit got together, moved this. And what that does is that costs those hedge funds money because now, all of these people that had enough money to buy, you know, somebody I'm sure about a hundred thousand dollars worth of stock,
2: mm-hmm. now
0: they're owed millions, right? And mm-hmm. that got to come out of these rich people pockets. And so this is basically what happened. And so they did that with GameStop, and they did it with AMC, and they just started doing it with these other things, um, trying to sh- cut short the money of these companies. So what happened is Robinhood is an app that markets to the common average trader. You know, don't know much about trading? Get on Robinhood. Are you new to the game? Get on Robinhood. Don't quite know how this works? Get on Robinhood. We'll give you a free stock if you get on Robinhood. We're going to help you, the regular person, learn how to trade and trade effectively and efficiently. And so what happened was, as this all is going on, Robinhood blocked people from being able to buy these shares. And people don't know why because they didn't block everybody from being able to move this shit around mm-hmm. they only blocked the regular average user these hedge funds were able to do whatever they wanted to do with the stocks
2: mm-hmm.
0: and it became a big problem because why would they do that if the stock market is volatile I understand why you might put up a post about its volatility and say hey If you spend your mortgage on all of these stocks and they drop back down to $4 tomorrow, you lose money. As long as you know that, go ahead and take the risk. Yeah. You know, so I understand why they might put a message up there, but like you can't stop the game. Yeah. You can't stop the game. And what it made people feel like is that Robin Hood did this to protect The rich, rich people. Yeah, and the reality is, the stock game is one in which rich people make money off of poor people's investments. That's just how it works. If you buy something that, if you invest a hundred thousand in something and you lose fifty thousand, where does that shit go? You know what I'm saying? It goes to wealthy people, and these systems feed that. Uh, now if you know how to do it and you do it right and you take healthy risks and you research your shit then you will be able to make money off of that system but most people don't have the patience they don't have the time they don't have the knowledge and they fund rich people and so it makes it seem as if Robin Hood stopped people from being able to buy these stocks in order to protect their rich backers. And not only that, but Robin hood also took out a line of credit, which makes it seem as if Robin hood felt like they weren't going to have enough money to actually pay people out Mm -hmm. for all of the money that they was going to make. So it make it seem like they did it also so that they don't have to go bankrupt paying people for this situation. Yeah, you know now the owner of Robin Hood got on and you know made it all sound like, you no, know, this makes sense, but a whole they've facing a lot of lawsuits now, and not only that, but this story with AOC is that um, AOC said, hey, we need to investigate this shit. Elizabeth Warren came out and said we need to uh, we need to change Wall Street mm-hmm. because not only should this not be able to be done by the redditors. But the hedge fund people shouldn't just be able to make money without giving anything to society. Like, they contribute literally nothing. You know? Mm-hmm. Uh, and they create the rules for themselves. Like, did you know... I don't know if you know shit about 401ks, but did you know that you can play the stock market with your 401k? Yeah, I did Stop. that with my last job. Yeah, like, that shit is crazy. Yeah. And you don't have to pay any of the major fees that you have to pay doing mm-hmm. that it's like they create the rules for themselves yeah. and you know it's like a game is being played and when shit don't go their way they stop the game and that's what Robin Hood did and that's what it feel like it seems like that they did AOC, AOC, Ted Cruz, Donald Trump Jr., they all agreed that this was a fucked up problem and uh, that Robin Hood uh, had this was they should have did it. Now for those three people to agree on something, it's some unprecedented yeah. shit going on. Okay. And, um, and, um, AOC was like, uh, in her tweet, she said, this is unacceptable. We now need to know more about at Robin hood apps decision to block retail investors from purchasing stock wh- while hedge funds are freely able to trade the stock as they see feet fit. As a member of the Financial Services Committee, I support a hearing if necessary. Ted Cruz came out and said fully agree. Now this ain't the first time that Ted Cruz and AOC agreed on something. Um, back in the back some time ago, they agreed on um, legislation that would keep politicians from putting fluff in their bills, like adding extra little bullshit, like your bill got to be what your bill is, and that's it. Mm-hmm. You know, not all these arrangements that you make with other people to add this and add that type shit. Um, and he said, "Fully agree." Um, now, AOC is a firecracker. She had to snap back about this situation. She said, "I'm happy to work with Republicans on the is- on this issue where there is common ground. But you almost had me murdered three weeks ago, so you can sit this one out. <laughs> happy to work with almost any other GOP that aren't damn. trying to get me killed. In the meantime, if you want to help me, you can resign." God damn. <laughs> And you know this motherfucker came out talking about moving on, and she said, wow, you conveniently talk about moving on, a second Capitol police officer lost their life yesterday in the still raging aftermath of the attacks you had a role in. This isn't a joke. We need accountability, and that includes a new senator from Texas." Damn. <laughs> she came out hard. Um, to people text.
1: love when they wrong to be like, "Let's just move on." No, you don't get to say that. No, you don't get to say
0: that. Hey,
2: you right.
0: fuck up. Bruh. Just move on and forget about it. What? The crazy part is like white people always talk about moving on from shit like slavery. I mean, the, the <laughs> crazy part is this motherfucker is Mexican. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like if we go by one drop rule just change his name to Ted just so he could be white in America <laughs> because he's fucking uh, white passing. As a Latino, like it's crazy that he's so blindsided. And um, what did he say? Here's something the Ted Cruz said. Here's something I don't say often. On this point, I agree with AOC. Indeed, I have long called for a lifetime ban on former members of Congress becoming lobbyists. The swamp would hate it, but perhaps chance for some bipartisan cooperation. Oh, this is that old legislation just the old, that they was yeah. talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what um was going on with that. And I just wanted to speak on that Robin Hood situation and AOC response and all of that nonsense, man. It's it's crazy shit. But uh that's all I got.
1: Alright. Well, do we have time for it?
0: Yeah, we got time. Okay. I mean, we probably got 20, 30 minutes. But I okay. want to get a lot of news out of the way. It's been a while since we've done news news. It is
1: been
2: a while. Yeah.
1: Um, let me see. <laughs> um. Okay, this one is... M- Am I the asshole for not allowing my mother-in-law to sign my daughter up for a purity ball at her church?
0: <laughs> fucking purity ball.
1: <laughs> purity balls, good? purity rings. That shit is dumb. I guess pledging your purity at like a ball with a, you know, a day. I don't fucking know. Sounds stupid. It's,
0: it just it's it sounds counterproductive to call it purity balls. <laughs> like because Purity is trying to avoid sex, right? Yes. And balls involve sex, right? If you mean that kind of ball, then yes yeah, I need to call it something else. I need to call it a purity dance or some shit <laughs> Purity ball just don't come off right to me, but I, whatever
1: uh, I posted here uh, about my mother-in-law before and I'm back with another issue. My daughter Tess, who's nine has gone to church with my mother, mother-in-law mother periodically since she was little. I don't love that as I'm not a religious person and my mother-in-law is an aggressive Baptist, but my husband thinks it's a good bonding activity, so I don't complain. Plus, it gives us adult time on Sundays. Well, because of the virus, services have gone online. Tess still goes over to the mother-in-law's place and helps her set up the laptop for them to watch together. She also zooms into a girl's Sunday school group after the service. Last week, Tess came home chattering about the ball and our mother-in-law is going to take her shopping at a fancy shopping center in our town. I thought she was playing an imagination game, so I just nodded along. Then my husband chimed in to remind Tess that the budget is $50. I was super confused and asked him what was up. He kind of gave me a shady look and said the girl's Sunday school class was having a dance this June. I asked him how COVID would affect that, and he didn't know. My spidey senses were tingling, so I pulled him aside to the back porch. Eventually, I gathered that he was talking about an annual purity ball for 10 to 14-year-old girls. He said, my sister-in-law had done it in middle school, and it was just a fun thing and not a big deal. I started blowing my top, to be honest, and informed him that purity ideals are bad for girls. I thought we were on the same page about those topics, but he thinks it's just a fun thing for girls to do and get dressed up. Oh, it ain't even no boys there. That's Okay, anyway. My husband claims that he wasn't trying to hide it from me and that he thought I knew. Nigga, okay. Given how popular the purity ball is at their church. She don't go to the church. How would she know that, sir? I put my foot down and text mother-in-law to ask if she signed Tessa up. She said no, not yet, and I made it clear that I wouldn't allow it, period, ever. Mother-in-law sent back her usual stuff, implying that I'm a hoe. (laughs) 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 I'm sorry. I wasn't expecting that. Okay. I wasn't expecting that. Mother-in-law sent back her usual stuff implying that I'm a hoe who led her son down a bad road and I'm an unfit mother. I'm not the asshole for forbidding the purity ball. The only reason I could be the asshole is I unilaterally decided against my husband's input and I think Tess will be disappointed.
0: (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) There's several issues. I mean, one (laughs) of the issues that you sprung this bullshit up on folks... That ain't have no interest in it <laughs> and another one is that you believe that a purity ball is worth something and then downplaying it like it's just it's That's just a, a place thing. where people gather to have fun and dress up <laughs> get that motherfucker some cosplay <laughs> Fucking photo shoot but it purity like the concept of purity shit is like is like stupid to me. And the fact that they only have the girl, like it's so exactly. fucked up if they only have one for the girls. Maybe they have one for girls and boys separate, but if they only have one for the girls, it's really just about more erasure of, of girls transitioning to women's sexuality. But I feel like the worst part of this is for 10 to 14 year old girls, this shit is like Napster. <laughs> now I don't know if you know about this, but you know, when Napster first came out, Napster was like where you download music, you mm-hmm. know. And not a lot of people knew it was word of mouth shit, you know, clearly people wanted free music, so Napster sounded appealing. Yeah. But it didn't take off until the RIAA bought real attention to it by filing a lawsuit against this m- mute this group for giving out free music. Mm-hmm. Now, when as soon as that happened, the burst of how many people downloaded Napster was ridiculous. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And so it's like These 10 to 14 year olds may be learning about sex, but mostly they just think that men and women just rub bodies together. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Like, unless you got those parents that's open and been communicating about sexuality, like 10 year olds just mostly think men and women rub bodies together in kids. They don't know, like, sexual shit for real unless they've been abused. That's a fucked up situation or case. Either way, the fact that you're exposing them to this thing that they didn't know nothing about it it i think arouses natural curiosity yeah it has the opposite effect yeah you know <laughs> and so it's always like that purity shit just don't make sense to me and then you asking somebody to promise shit just like with therapy i don't believe suicide contracts do shit no i don't even know why people use suicide contracts i think that Suicide contracts are uh, a liability-based measure. For oh, that's discipline.
1: to cover the... Co- yeah, is that 100% yeah. to cover the ass or the agency or the therapist? It, yeah.
0: Like, if you have a client that is suicidal and you hey, say, hey, sign this contract and this contract says that you will not kill yourself, why the fuck do they give a fuck <laughs> about a contract existing if they thinking about not being here? that sh- who give a fuck about that motherfucker don't be standing out at the edge of a pier with a goddamn pistol in their hand <laughs> on the edge of the bridge saying man i can't stay in life but i signed that country <laughs> don't nobody do that shit <laughs> a person who is suffering don't give a fuck about all of this stuff they
1: don't.
0: if they want to say what about my mama if they want to say what about my family and friends if they want to say what about my children. responsibilities. What about my future children? If they won't say that shit, they ain't finna say what about this contract, though. You mm-hmm. know. And so I think purity shit feels like that. It feels like making somebody sign something that ain't gonna matter, Mm-mm. because when they find out that rubbing bodies and kissing <laughs> make other parts of your body feel good, they're gonna be like, "What is that?" And then you know if they fuck around and discover masturbation then it's over the thing about especially like purity
1: rings because i had this conversation with a client of mine like a parent of a client of mine before people fuck folks with whole wedding rings on they go through a whole ceremony and you really think they're asking this child who's only doing this because you requested it of them that this ring, they're going to look down at it and not fuck that boy. That's not how that works. It's not. <laughs> I don't know why you think that this ring is going to do something magical, but it's not. You need to have an honest conversation with your kid and have an open dialogue so that you can make sure that they make a good wow. decisions. But just having them wear a fucking ring and sign up that's the stupidest shit I've ever seen that don't work anywhere else in life why would you think it's gonna work with a hormonal teammate teenager when you got adults that get married that don't give a fuck about no ring on their finger that what is that what are you talking about
0: and don't worry about don't worry about a purity ring just you know terrify them make them afraid of boys <laughs> hey baby boys ain't shit. they always gonna try to take stuff from you they steal from you They <laughs> they smell stinking they armpits and stuff man don't don't be messing with no boys they they be tripping girl you know it's <laughs> Just come home and hang out with pops about 18 you know you ain't got a purity ring it's stupid
1: it's stupid it's something that makes the parents feel better it makes them feel like they don't have to do no parenting like you cannot it's talking about kids talking about sex with with your kids uncomfortable yes I'm sure it is I've talked to other I I don't have any kids but I've talked to other people's kids about sex it's not comfortable okay not fun not enjoyable. However, <laughs> what's also not enjoyable, I would imagine, is becoming a grandmother or a grandfather
0: at an early age. <laughs> or having the youngest child with herpes. <laughs> or
1: having the youngest child with herpes. You need to get past that uncomfortableness and just fucking do what you need to do because being a parent is not about comfortability. Like, it's a lot of shit. The kids shit and throw up on you from the time they get here. You really think that it's going to get any easier? <laughs> like, no it's not comfortable not going to be but if you really care about what's best for your child and not what's best for you or what's easier for you then you need to have these conversations that purity ring shit, i wouldn't i wish my husband would come and be like um oh, our daughter's going to a period ball. no the fuck? she's not you've lost your mind Mm-mm. so I saw,
0: TikTok. I saw a tick tock i saw a tick tock that was like uh the tick tock had this kid that you know kids kids be playing pranks that's gonna get them child abused goddamn (laughs) maybe murdered but definitely child abused (laughs) uh like there'd be these tiktoks that be like one of them said show me your parents are strict without tell me how tell me that your parents are strict without telling me that your parents are strict and this girl slammed the door in her house and the mama came over the door and said whose house you slamming doors in? It was a Latino family. And she was like, I didn't mean to. I didn't mean... She just reverted into this roof, really submissive <laughs> role. And I'm like, "That is that how fucked up her house is? Yeah. Like Is that how fucked up the situation is? That was bad. And, was a bad but, but there was a video of a, of a kid that went to his mama and said, hey mom, I finally got laid. And she was <laughs> like, good job. Did you wrap it up? And she said, yes ma'am, I did. I wrapped it up. I was protective and he do this little dance and she just laugh. Um, But the prank was that when he walked out of the room, he grabbed his butt and started walking out real slow. And then oh. she looked, she looked, <laughs> and she was like, wait a minute. what?" The-? And she got up and started, and that would have tick tock. It was like, <laughs> that was the prank, you know? And I was like, but from that, I was like, I like to cultivate the kind of relationship with my children upon which they will walk up to me and be comfortable enough telling me that they did something like that and not only that but they were the responsible that I would have taught them to be with doing that thing.
2: Yeah.
0: And I would I would encourage the responsibility but I would try to dissuade them from making sexual activity a common practice in their life. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it's like I'm glad you got laid uh, as a kid, I really don't expect you to have that much sex, but also you should limit your sex too. Like, don't be out here fucking people daily. You know what I'm saying? In that regard, <laughs> but I guess if you do, continue to wrap it up.
1: My my dog is laying on my futon behind me, and um, he is asleep. But when I tell you that he probably has the worst gas because his stomach—you know how your stomach starts bubbling and making all the noises—it's mm-hmm. so loud. Like the
0: He's bubbling asleep. is loud. The bubbling he is loud.
1: No, he—the bubbling is loud. I'm not over this. So I don't know if oh. he actually passed the gas, but his stomach is uh, making lots of noises. Oh. Okay. He's asleep as Fuck. He has no idea. Jeez. <laughs>
0: it's
1: so loud. It's wild. Uh, but yeah, you have conversations with your kids. Do not be relying on no purity shit. That shit is not realistic. It's just not. I'm sorry. I know it's uncomfortable for you, but you just gotta face that shit because you gonna be thinking that your your child out here being pure. You're gonna be a grandparent.
0: Listen, there's a transition with boys in which, um, I guess a big transition between cooties and what girls become, what boys become with girls. Like, oh yeah. Like, once Cootie's in... I don't know if y'all motherfuckers remember uh, Chippendale's Rescue Ranger. Ch-ch-ch-chippendale. Yeah. Rescue Ranger.
2: ch chippendale
0: the danger. No, no one never failed once they're involved. I could keep going, but I'm going to stop. Because <laughs> the point I'm trying to make is that you remember when Monterey Jack used to get around cheese. Oh yeah, his he mustache loses. will twist up on the ends, and his eyes will fucking turn into some fucking he like days, and he just yeah. going after that cheese. Gotta have the cheese between cooties <laughs> after cooties, end that's what happens. It's no subtle transition. It's is <laughs> girls got cooties to oh my god, what does she smell like? <laughs> she smells amazing. <laughs> oh man. And that's probably about the same time that they figure out what porn is, and then they be like, I'm trying to figure out what this is what's happening with this with you. <laughs> you know, so that purity shit, like you you it don't matter what you in front of Monterey Jack, if you put some cheese in front of him, it don't matter his mama was right there in front of him. Oh, He's he gonna trample her ass for that cheese. <laughs> yeah. And that purity rings, trip purity rings is mama in this situation, okay? Boys is Monterey Jack. And the girls is cheese, okay? And that's just how it goes. So, uh. <laughs> so yes, it don't work. It's bullshit. Mm-hmm. Leave it alone. If your lessons alone, if you're not confident in your lessons alone to be what helps your children grow and be responsible, then you ain't. You done fucked up. You ain't did your job well enough. So, that's all I got to say about that.
1: I was trying to see. I'm curious to know if anybody, like, I was trying to see if anybody asked her if they also have one for boys or, because, like, everybody in the comments is just basically like, this is fucking weird. Why would they want to do that? Like, (laughs) don't let her go. (laughs) Because apparently at these purity balls, they get presented with a rose and told that their period is like it's like these petals on this flower, <laughs> on a dying flower. It's I mean they it's it's a it's live when they give it to them. That what?
0: does <laughs> that mean? I that don't why, know. you know that historically, that's why I've had a problem with flowers because it's just dying. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like you cut his life off for somebody else. You know, but. I've come to recognize like the beauty in the existence of them for the moment. (laughs) And so I don't feel the same way I used to feel, but like the fact that you are talking about somebody's purity and uh, equating it to a rose petals, that's going to fall off. (laughs) Like that's problematic symbolism. Like present them motherfuckers with a Rubik's cube or something that'll <laughs> last forever if you take care of it. No damn rose.
1: <laughs> Maybe it's a fake rose. Maybe it's not a real rose. I don't That's know. Even <laughs> That's even worse.
0: That's even worse. Your purity ain't even worth real flour. This is plastic. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like you you're worth this plastic rose. <laughs>
2: Oh,
0: like, who? I oh, don't know. You know the Jonas Brothers did that shit at some point. And you
1: see how the fuck that worked out?
0: Yeah, I know. <laughs> they was, they
1: was,
0: they was the Jonas Brothers, man. Ain't no way they went fucking.
1: No. As
0: soon as they could, yep. as soon as it made sense. <laughs> yeah, I remember they were when probably they came like out with that especially shit. Nick, Nick Jonas. <laughs> yep. He looked like the, he seemed like the rebel Jonas. Yeah, I don't he is. know enough because about when they
1: them. Broke up, He started making all this sexual music. Yeah, like I'm sure
0: he, I'm sure that it was like, Nick, Nick, we know you fucking, but this ain't for y'all. This is for the fans. We need the people that follow you to believe this because we need the book, y'all, at Joel Austin's church. All right? You can get $3 million a piece from this nigga. And the only way you can get it is you got to make them believe that your values Venn Diagram overlaps with their values. And the way we're going to do that is we're not going to make you go to church. We're just going to do something that makes you the least involved you can possibly be. But make those people feel like you're very much in tune with them, which is just wear this fucking ring, okay? Okay, Nick? You don't even got to stop fucking. We'll just hide that from the world and deny it if it ever come out. But we need you to do this that's how i feel that shit had to go <laughs> for celebrities
1: that shit was dumb and it did not last as i knew that it wouldn't
0: um i just love to go to a purity ball and for that shit to go wrong <laughs> for somebody to present a rose to 11 an year old and they'd be like what about is it okay for uncle jun jun oh jesus <laughs> like, no like that sounds bad, man. I won't want that happening. <laughs> I won't want to wish that. But but we know that if, if you got a whole room full of fucking women or girls oh, yes, at a purity ball, a yeah. percentage of them has had some sexual abuse from their family members. I mean, that's just the fucked up Statistic. ass bitch ass reality that we got. Yeah, that's statistics. You know what I'm saying? So it's like the concept of purity don't even take into consideration that somebody between the ages of 10 and 14 might have already experienced some trauma. So how diminishing and invalidating and minimizing must it be for a person who had an experience that was against their will to be in a room where the people are assuming that you haven't been touched? Yeah, That shit is fucked up to me.
1: The whole thing is problematic. It's fucked up. Um, I have another one. This one is Would I Be the Asshole? Would I be the asshole if I didn't go to my brother's wedding? You know what I mean? This one could go either way. Just a bit on the reasoning.
0: Because I feel like there's some valid
1: reasons for not going, huh?
0: You grown, You can do what you want to do. <laughs> you don't want to go to your brother's wedding. Don't do it.
1: She 28 but, her brother 31. Okay. My brother is getting married later this year. He is informing me that he does not want to invite my partner. Oh, okay. So the sister is a lesbian. So her partner is a twenty eight a twenty-seven year old female. Oh, nigga, I wouldn't go Bruh. to her. she can't come, I can't
0: come. Fuck the brother already. Fuck him. <laughs> Don't go to that. Well, why would you even want to like am I not okay, go keep going. Go ahead. <laughs>
2: okay.
1: He has informed me that he does not want to invite my partner, a twenty-seven-year-old female, because his fiance's parents are very no nonsense, as he put it. You say tomato, I say intolerant. He says that he does not want to offend them and make a problem out of nothing. Is it worth nothing that I've been with my partner for six years and she visits uh, at just about every major holiday? My niece and nephews, my sister's children love her and she was there for our family when my dad died. Neither my brother nor his fiance have had an issue with her or our relationship until now or at least they didn't appear to. I told him that I was really hurt by this. He said, please just help me out this one time. I told him that I had to think about whether or not I would be in attendance without her, to which he exclaims, you would actually not come. And the truth is, I don't know Would i be the asshole if I didn't go. And there's an edit, but I'll read the edit in a minute.
0: So it sounds like it sounds like they have a good sibling relationship and it sounds like, you know, they would do something. They would do things for each other if it was important to the other person because the fact that she's considering going without her partner is 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 a representation of how much she values that relationship.
2: My
1: problem with that is this could cause considerable issues within her own relationship and I don't think that it's fair of you to ask her to potentially damage her relationship for your shit.
0: Your intervention like, made it sound like I was supporting the bullshit. <laughs> You know that. You ain't done in a long time. You know you used to do that shit all the time. <laughs> I'll be making... A, I make the first part of my point that kind of like set the framework up and then you intervene and now my point, because I didn't get to finish it, make me sound like a dickhole.
1: <laughs> Go ahead and finish your point.
0: <laughs> my point was your point, basically, but since I didn't get to say it, it make it sound like you're disputing what I was saying.
1: <laughs> I wasn't, though. I know.
0: I know, but... Somebody who knew listening might think that I fuck with the whole concept of her not going to the wedding You you do that (laughs) It's okay red, it's okay Um, But I was just gonna say that you know Pretty much along the same lines of what you said Well, I don't really know what I was gonna say cuz I was freestyling so it's just by default now your shit sound the best because you said some good shit, so like, your shit, <laughs> my first shit, and your shit—that's what I was gonna say. Um, but having that kind of relationship, like, everybody gotta have their own boundaries.
1: Yeah,
0: you know what I'm saying. Like, my brother knows some of my boundaries, you know. And if her brother knew, like, if her brother knew her boundaries, then this wouldn't even be a question. You know, how much oh, yeah. can you really love somebody if you tell them to cut off a part of their life to be a part of something that I value?
1: And it's been her part of her life for six years. This ain't a new girl that she just met. OK, this woman has been with her for six years. That's a serious ass relationship. <laughs> you can't. And who Where does it end? OK, she can't come to the wedding. But like what when we start having mixed family events? Can she not come if your parents gonna be there at all? If if your wife's parents are gonna be there, then she just can't fucking come at all? Yeah, it's a slippery slope. Like, where does that end? Um.
0: And it's crazy because how I get, what am I trying to say? I just don't understand why you would go to such lengths to cater to intolerant people. Yeah. You know like are her parents so rigid that they need to believe that the person that she married is not only a conservative person but has an entire conservative family? Like we're not willing to accept that your husband's sister does things that we don't agree with like she she ain't coming into y'all's life? Nope. <laughs> He's coming into y'all's life. If they can't judge the merits of him alone and have to do it on you can yourself into a fucking problematic family bro you can yourself into a problematic family and this is just the beginning of it and if just you asking this you have created a dynamic for your your wife to be that is problematic because now she gonna ask you all kinds of shit to cater to her parents and yep. she know that you are willing to do it because if you willing to tell your sister that then she know that you willing to do a lot and the mere fact that you can't conceptualize that your sister would not come to her wedding is just like this uh, that has the undertone of an ultimatum you're yeah, not giving you're not a direct come. ultimatum but like the fact that you are leveraging your relationship with her to try to force her into guilt for not wanting to come to your wedding because she can't bring her her uh, girlfriend—that's fuck shit. And yeah. you don't even deserve to have your sister at your fucking wedding. <clears throat> Let me read. Matter of fact, somebody should stand up at your wedding, naked, and <laughs> and tell the the pastor why you shouldn't shouldn't be married. Does anybody? What do they say? If anybody has any cause or reason that these two should not get married. Barry, speak now or forever hold your peace. Somebody should just walk in with a big meat swinging and just be like, (laughs) my first love. They should do that shit they did on a different world where the motherfucker (laughs) ran in at the end and was like, hey, Whitney. And she just walked out with the motherfucker. Yep, she did. (laughs) That was the most disrespectful shit that ever happened on TV. Like, this was the only time you could have did this. He could have did this shit the day before the wedding. (laughs) He could have did this shit a number of times if he knew he could. If he knew she would come with him, she didn't have to wait to that. Left Papa Pope standing at the damn altar. <laughs> I don't know if y'all watch Scandal, but the Papa uh, uh, yeah. Olivia's daddy from that was the was man it? that yeah. she was gonna marry in that situation.
2: Huh?
1: This is the edit. I talked to my partner last night. A lot of similar sentiments from the comments echoed in our conversation. I also spoke to our older sister, who's 33, this morning. She is furious. And I don't know if it's just uh, if this just righteous anger talking and said that she's going to talk to him because if he goes through with it, then she and her family would not be there either. But if my brother does find it in himself to stand up to his in-laws based on our conversation, I'm 98 percent sure we would go.
0: So now you done fucked up, cause now other people in the family mad. <laughs> so now your other sister Man. may not come.
2: See now, see
0: now he instead of making this public, he done thought he can have a little private conversation <laughs> with his sister, <laughs> where everybody was gonna be like, cause cause now look at it, look at how this was gonna look. He was gonna have a private conversation with his sister about not being able to bring her part his her partner to the wedding, and her partner wasn't gonna show up to the wedding, and. Her whole family who liked this partner was gonna yep. be asking her why she ain't here. Like yep. she been supporting everything else. Why she not at the wedding? And then they were gonna have to say, well, brother said that she can't come. And that's gonna fuck your wedding day up, bro. <laughs> that was going to <laughs> fuck your wedding day up. So you are lucky that your sister took this to your family because now your older sister get to put this ultimatum on your motherfucking ass yep. from your garbage ass ultimatum that you put out there. This is how karma work. That's how karma works. Karma, you know, sometimes karma is slow, it's a slow drip, but sometimes it's like, it's <laughs> like getting slapped the shit out of immediately when you do some dumb shit that you didn't expect. Like karma, you got to be careful with that shit.
1: Yeah. Older sister's like, I'm not, I'm not, because oh, they, they like her. She's been in family function. She's been a part of the family for six years. How are you now? Because your wife. And not even your wife. You saying your wife's, her parents are intolerant. They can just sit their ass down. They ain't got to go over there and talk to her. There is no reason for them to even really communicate with her anyway. So they just stay where they on their side and just hush. Like, asking your sister to not come is is definitely not okay. And I'm glad that the older sister is taking a stand with her and saying, that's fucked up. And so now we're not coming if her partner can't come. (laughs)
0: they're like, I'm not sharing a building with the gays. (laughs) We're not sharing a building with the gays. If the gays come, then we do not approve of this union. Like, how dare your husband accept a lesbian sister? (laughs) This is problematic. That's bullshit. That's bullshit.
1: Yeah, and everybody in the comments is basically saying you know, that
0: um Okay, you're not the asshole. Your, Your brother. brother is an asshole by proxy. Yes. His fiance is a direct asshole, and his parents are the true and pure assholes. Her <laughs> parents are the true and pure assholes. That's, that's the, like, the hierarchy of asshole in this system right now.
1: <laughs> like, that shit is not okay. You don't, you know, especially... It's one thing if he had an issue, like if he was somebody that's intolerant, whatever, okay, you, you, that might be expected, but you've been around this woman and her, her partner for six years without a fucking problem. Your wife has been around, like everybody been cool up until this point. That's not okay. You can't, you can't do that and expect that person to just be okay with it. Like, how is that supposed to make the partner feel? like that's fucked up and again this is your sister's partner if your new in-laws don't want to interact with your sister and her partner that can 100 percent happen because there's really no reason for them to interact anyway <laughs> like at a wedding they probably wouldn't even talk to them like even without this going on so like what the fuck? this is just an unnecessary situation that now you didn't put yourself in because now your sister's mad at you and listen women are petty we petty as fuck. Okay, if your brother was upset with y'all, you could probably work that shit out with him, but your sister, we petty. We are petty. It's a different thing when you get us upset. And <laughs> I say that as being the only sister that my brothers have. They fucking know. Them niggas would not even, this wouldn't even been a conversation that any of my brothers would have had with me. Maybe the 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 middle brother, because he dumb. He might have. But I feel like my oldest brother would fucking know better. He just wouldn't invite me to the wedding, because he Why knows. Why would they
0: have this conversation with you?
1: Why would they or wouldn't they? Why would they? Would? Mhm. I'm saying if they didn't like my partner, if they didn't like the guy I was with.
0: But it's, I mean, they ain't doing this because they don't like him. They doing it because his sexuality is yeah that that they don't approve of morally.
1: Well, so maybe I don't know. You're if not coming like... out,
0: are you? No, I'm not fucking coming. Out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just making sure I'm covering the bases. I mean, you know no I'm not people co- come out in very subtle ways
1: that's this would not if i would go if i was gay i'd just be like i'm gay
0: <laughs> like are girl, you sure i think so especially at like this
1: age i feel like younger me maybe have been but like at 37 for the fuck like who who okay what y'all gonna do <laughs> like why would it matter at this point like i take care of all of my shit myself so like anybody that don't ain't with it could just get the fuck on at this point like it don't matter younger me probably not younger me would have had a problem with it for sure but not yeah. me not not me today no i'm not coming out i'm just saying if my if there was some reasoning that my brothers have for not liking the guy that i was with that wasn't like him as a person but like some let's say if i was with a white man which would never happen but let's say because he was white and well, they, if it
0: would never happen why can't you just say if you were with a woman
1: okay if i was with a woman <laughs> And they didn't want me to, they wouldn't, my brothers, if I was gay, would know to not bring this kind of shit to me. Like, they wouldn't have come to me and said, hey, Jen, we, you know, you invited, but like, if your girl could not come with you, that would be great. Like, they wouldn't do that because they know me.
0: I was just making sure you weren't beyond being gay in a hypothetical situation.
1: No, I'm not beyond being gay in a hypothetical situation.
0: (laughs) That's good to know.
1: Shit, half of my family, because I don't never bring nobody home, and haven't been dating outwardly, probably think I'm gay anyway. And they're okay with it, apparently, because they ain't said anything. Maybe that way, well, I don't know. Because people be okay with stuff that they cannot deal with. Like, if I brought a girl home, it might be a different story, but I feel like a lot of them think that I'm a lesbian. Because I I haven't been married, had had no kids, don't bring nobody home. Like, I really
0: feel like they think I'm just out here living my best gay life. <laughs> you get home and they be like, so does the word scissor mean anything to you? <laughs> 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 oh i'm just checking i don't know maybe <laughs> so. It have something to do with your lifestyle
1: like i feel like a lot of them probably do think that whenever i do bring home like whenever i get into like a, a serious relationship and bring somebody home i feel like everybody's gonna be so happy to see that nigga <laughs> like, they just gonna be like woo.
0: But See, it's so fucked up that you gotta frame it that way. They're gonna be like, woo, because the concept, the idea of you being gay yes, is so deeply problematic with your family that like they are just would be relieved if you brought a man home. That's and fucked it, up. And it's fucked even, up that a lot of families exist in this dynamic. My
1: family is very Southern Baptist for the most part. And uh <laughs> I mean, my mom's a Methodist, but like that's around the same shit, same thing. And
0: yeah, so... We will tolerate infidelity, (laughs) but we draw the line at scissoring. I can't stand you. We draw a line at men spooning men. You know what? I don't think have two big spoons.
1: I don't think we have anybody that's outwardly gay in my immediate family. Come all well, I'm thinking I don't think we do. I got we got some people that I suspect to being gay that again, because they ain't brought nobody home, don't nobody really deal with it. But we don't have anybody that like is outwardly gay that has had partners, that kind of shit. Like we I don't think on either side, my mom or my
0: dad's side. You probably got some men in your family that wanna be pegged. <laughs> or probably get pegged on a regular.
1: I don't know. It's possible. I got a cousin that I'm positive, you know, I really think that he's gay, which is fine. Um and I think that when his parents die he's gonna come out. I think that his well, his mom has already died. I feel like when his daddy die, he gonna be out here living his
0: best gay life. Do you think that he's do you think that he's engaging with men now? Yes. Just under the cover? Yes. Yeah, cause
1: it's been years. It's been years. Like I, he ain't not seeing no. I again, my family thinks because they don't see people. You know what I'm saying? But like I've been dating. Obviously, I just don't bring everybody around because one, my family's fucking crazy, and yeah. two, it's just a. Why am I bringing you around if you ain't gonna be around? Like it's no point. <laughs> yeah. It's just for what? Um. But yeah, I think he is. I think he just ain't bringing them around, but. Yeah. I feel like his his mom is the one that died, my dad's sister that died that I didn't go to the funeral. Yeah. <clears throat> because I, you know. She was a bitch. I, it, it again. I, it, I said this when it happened. When people die, folks feel like you can only speak good of them. But if there wasn't anything good about them, I'm supposed to lie cuz they died. Everybody dies. We all going to die. I'm not going to make up shit. You, if you were a terrible person, you were just a terrible person. You should have been better. I don't agree with that. I don't agree with that whole don't speak ill of the dead. If they was fucking ill and terrible people, then they just what it is. They should have been better. Like, why should I have to sit up here and pretend like she was a good person when she wasn't? <laughs> she was terrible. She was terrible to the people around her, to her husband, to her children. She was an awful person, period. <laughs> and I don't feel like I should have to pretend like that wasn't true because she died. The fuck?
0: You know, I was thinking the other day, and it's this book that I used, to, these books, set of books that I used to read by this author that uh, author, I said Arthur, what is what you author, speaking today? <laughs> I don't know, man, I'm trying, that other, earlier mistake I made, well, because these two weird words was next to each other, that shit, that's what happened to that shit, <laughs> but like, the author's name was actually brilliant and he basically created these things called pot shots. They were all in our psychology books. They was like these little sentences that's under 17 words that had some kind of profound psychological meaning or some shit to it.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And um, one of them said um, what right do other people have to remember things about me that I've chosen to forget myself. And so it's like man, it's people who remember shit about me that I really don't care that people know. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Just because they were there. Like one of my homeboys, he is really embarrassed about this. But like every year they used to sneak into the school and they used to dress up the courtyard and throw mm-hmm. toilet paper and all kinds of stuff. And they climbed up to go across the roof and he fell through the roof. <laughs> <laughs> he embarrassed about it because it was it was it, he had a pretty serious concussion. Oh shit. And so joking about it and shit is like not his flavor. But we joke about it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And so that's one of them things where it's like, damn, hey, like I can't get away from this dumb shit because y'all remember. <laughs> you know, and, and, and that's one of them things where it's fucked up that that other people remember that shit and and expect you to kind of like adhere to the idea that they don't give a fuck about you knowing about it or remembering it.
2: Yeah.
0: You know, it's not your place. I can tell what I want to tell.
1: Exactly. Well, and again. If she had some redeeming qualities, like, maybe I would mention those, but I don't fucking know any that she had. And so, yeah. <laughs> I just don't feel like I owe it to her because she died. Like, simply because she died. Saying this shit her, about her when she was alive, that's fine. But but all because she died all of a sudden, like, none of that shit don't matter to I'm like, no. No, she still was who she was. And that's yeah. unfortunate. But it is what it is. <laughs> Sorry.
0: It definitely is what it is.
1: But um, those are all, if y'all have a question or letter or Reddit post that y'all would like for us to read and respond to, you can send it to our Gmail account, which is ConversationConArtist at gmail.com. Find us on Facebook, ConversationConArtist, and send it to us that way. Uh,
0: and, and we have a consistency plan for releasing our episodes, y'all. <laughs> but the reality is, if we can't get with the program, <laughs> we just might have to change the fucking frequency of our show because I don't want to. I like doing it weekly. I like releasing it weekly. We've been consistent with that shit for five years up till I move. Yeah. You know, but it is what it is, man. Life moves on. It takes its turn. The podcast ain't gonna last forever. At some point it's gonna go.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh I don't want it to be now, but um uh, that's not even a consideration.
1: And I mean really we're
0: gonna try our best to release these things like we were before.
1: Yeah. And I mean realistically as our life continues to change, like you know, somebody gets married. Somebody have a kid. Like that shit changes shit. So,
2: yeah.
1: I mean, we. This isn't what we do. Um, full time. You know. If so
0: Red, you know, become addicted to crack.
1: Why is it that I always got to be the crackhead? I'm. A, I just. You
0: <laughs> did this to your damn self. I said and you, one know <laughs> you know it. Thing. You know how we do.
1: You know how we do. I am not going to become addicted to crack. Y'all don't understand. I'll point to like sneak in some shit sometimes just to see how I respond about crack. Like,
0: (laughs) I do. I do. Because how else can you find out your friends on drugs?
1: I feel like you would know if I started doing crack. I feel like my behavior would
0: change. You're too smart. You're too smart for that. (laughs) You already don't communicate with nobody. You literally can do crack Monday through Thursday as far as your (laughs) friends are concerned and nobody will ever fucking check up on you. You'll just be cracked out and back to normal on podcast day. You are too smart to assume that your behavior, like you're smart enough to know that we smart enough to detect your fucking crackhead shit. And you're going to be a undetectable ass crackhead. That's what you're going to do.
1: Oh shit. I'm not going to be got on too crack.
0: much sense. Yeah.
1: But I'm not going to start using crack, so all of this is a, is moot. You never know. I know. You're going to keep check. I, if I ever do, you would be the one to find out because you, <laughs> <laughs> you keep check. <laughs>
2: so.
1: Okay. I cannot. I, okay. <laughs> That's all I have.
0: All right. Well, you got anything else on your mind? I uh,
1: you do not.
0: Well, until we come to the next conversation. We out. Holla.